Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Listen to this. I saw that due to the pandemic, there's now a nationwide chicken wing shortage. Oh. No. In a related story, Joe Biden's approval rating just dropped to 3%. Get this fixed. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty when a bunch of guys in a sports bar serve the platter of buffalo cauliflower. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't worry, people are taking it in stride until the wings come back. Americans are just dipping their fists directly into the blue cheese dressing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, do I have another shorter joke just to get another joke on? Why not? The ceremony was watched by a record load 9.9 million people. Yeah, 9.9 million. That's like taking everyone who watched Mank and adding 9.8 million. Yeah, no kidding. That's probably pretty uh, accurate. Raise your hand if you saw Mank. There you go. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah nobody raised their hand. Yeah. <laughs> he's pro- that joke is probably just pretty accurate, actually. Um, uh, so Apple out with their new update. I usually tr- put off updates as long as I can. The tech people around here actually said never update your apps. It's one of the things they advised me, so I don't uh, update much. But... Sean, you updated it because this one is one of the bigger changes they've ever made with phone privacy. It's supposed to be a game changer for privacy. Uh, have you updated it yet? And is it working? Uh, it is preparing the update, right? So okay, it's about eighty percent through the blue oh. bar. But I feel so. I'm. I, I don't know. I feel like I should go home. I can't use my phone. How do I interact with the world? Yeah, you're in your update foreplay right now. It's preparing oh gosh, for the can't. update. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can. I can hear Mark Zuckerberg crying out in anguish from Silicon Valley. Oh no. I hate you, Tim Cook. I hate you. <laughs> so what is the old saying? There's a couple of there's a lot of old sayings. Oh, a ton of them. <laughs> we could probably starve too, a fever, feed a cold. Exactly. That's a good one. Too damn many sayings. That's my favorite old saying. Um But a uh, conservative is a, is a liberal who's been mugged. And uh Portland is a, is a liberal city that's been mugged, and the mayor, the super lefty mayor. Is a, a is wised up to the worries of the world. It would seem. Opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal: Portland is mugged by reality. Mayor Ted Weasel had an epiphany about riots and destruction. His real name is Wheeler, just for accuracy. I pronounce it Weasel. A well-known politician. We've already given away the punchline to this first paragraph. I realize, but a well-known politician on Friday denounced self-described anarchists who engage in regular criminal destruction and want to burn, bash, and intimidate and called for higher bail and tougher pretrial restrictions on rioters. And he pleaded with the public to cooperate with police and identify miscreants. Our job is to unmask them, arrest them, and prosecute them. Are we talking about Donald Trump or Sheriff Arpaio? Nope, we're talking about Mayor Ted Wheeler of Portland. That's some strong talk out of him, if you've been following this from the beginning, where he's wanting higher bail and tougher pretrial restrictions on rioters, arresting them at all, I mean, is a, is a major step, since they weren't doing that in the beginning. You know, I shouldn't be as satisfied as I am, but I'm a bad person. This is precisely what we have been calling on him to do. This is exactly what we said. Ted, you need to do these things. You cannot passive your way out of it, or they will run roughshod over you. Activists on the right and left have clashed in Portland streets, often violently, with few consequences, seen uh, since Mr. Wheeler was elected mayor in 2016. Rioting escalated after George Floyd's death, but even as agitators shot fireworks at law enforcement, firebombed government buildings, and set fire to cop cars and a police union hall, Mr. Wheeler directed police not to use CS gas for crowd control. Sounds like an insurrection to me. They firebombed government buildings and set fire to cop cars and police union hall. 
When the Trump administration sent agents to defend federal property, you'll remember this, Mr. Wheeler called it an attack on our democracy and blamed the feds for increased violence and vandalism in our downtown core. That was back when he was trying to passive his way out of it. Be nice to the bullies, and then maybe they won't bully us anymore. The fiscal 2021 budget slashed police funding by $27 million. Good idea. Tolerance for lawbreaking begets more of it, says this piece in the Wall Street Journal. Last summer, there were more than 100 consecutive nights of anarchy and violence in Portland. Did you hear about that? You did if you listened to our show, but most... Media ignored it. Nightly rioting. Uh, Lots of people arrested on everything from disorderly conduct to attempted murder. Vandals assaulted two federal courthouses and other government buildings, causing at least $2.3 million in damage. A church that was burned, Boys and Girls Club in Northeast Portland, the Oregon Historical Society attacked. Uh, there were 50- yeah, they occasionally arrested people, but they almost never prosecuted them. There were 56 murders last year, a 60% increase over the year before. 891 shootings, which is more than double the year before, which is really exciting. Defund the police! Um, if we can borrow a phrase from the last left-wing protest heyday, the 1960s and 70s, Mr. Wheeler sounds like a liberal mugged by reality. Too bad his city had to be mugged first. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I've seen various figures uh, running down the hundreds of millions of dollars of losses suffered by the people and businesses of downtown Portland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely terrible. Got to mention this. Some 62% of businesses describe downtown Portland as not safe in 2020, according to 5% who said the same when he was elected in 2016. Amazing. So of downtown businesses in Portland, when the year he was elected, 5% said downtown Portland is not safe. I know. I was bumping around downtown Portland uh, back in the day, and uh, the last thing I would have described it as is unsafe. Now you're nuts if you don't. I'm amazed yeah. it's as low as 62% of businesses. They, they're lying, the other ones. They're just hoping that it won't, you know, they don't want to drive away people from coming and shopping because it's going to ruin them. Yeah, I would agree. Well, and I will tell you, as a guy who had two kids go to college in that part of the world, and I uh, spent some time in Portland doing some music stuff as well, the change was unmistakable. It reminds me a lot of San Francisco, honestly. This is not some sort of, you know, right-wingy alarmism. It went from utterly lovable as a city to, holy crap, what's going on around here? Junkies everywhere. Just yeah. everywhere, including all the places you want to be. You can't go to a park that's not just festering with, with people shooting up and staggering around and yelling at you or the trees or, or, or trying to catch a squirrel to eat or whatever. Just bizarre behavior. You know, compassion without any order is chaos, and it's miserable. And, well, you know, I, I'm calling out some of the just smug, nasty lefties. Uh, of Portland, who just, you know, look, you hated Trump. I get that. A lot of people hated Trump. But you refused to even call out the most horrific behavior of people on the left as it was destroying your town. I don't get that. I don't get being so ideological. Somebody burns down a damn church and you, you, you're you moot because, well, I'm against Trump and so are they, so I won't call him out. You're weak. You got no balls. Well, when Mayor Wheeler is saying these are anarchists who only want to burn, bash, and intimidate and calls for higher bail and tougher pretrial restrictions, that is quite a change. Amen to that. 
course, he's Amen. had his own personal safety and home under uh, threat. So that will well, change right. your mind. Well, yeah, they, they broke into his apartment building and set fires in the lobby. His response to that was, I'm going to move for the safety of my neighbors. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, well, I don't. I can't get inside his head because I can't imagine his worldview. But you know, better late than never, I suppose. I hope the damage done to Portland can, to some extent, be undone. But you can't undo the damage of people who lost their businesses, who had to move or whatever and disrupt their lives while the the ugliness was permitted. It's crazy, crazy. When does the president speak to Congress? Must be tomorrow night, or I'd be hearing more about it. I believe it is tomorrow night, Wednesday night. His first uh, speaking to the joint session of Congress. And I've seen one uh, Republican, Steve Scalise, who said he won't attend. I'm anti that. I want everybody to attend all these. I think that is a childish and uh, just a stupid idea. The Democrats who wouldn't go to Trump's and now some Republicans are not going to go. Go sit down, listen to what they have to say. Yeah, Steve Scalise is a really smart guy and a pretty together guy. I think he's just playing to that side of the Republican Party that wants to see it. You're you're from a district that uh, really loves the idea of you not attending. Just yeah, we got to get past this. We got to get past this and and realize we have to accomplish some things. Uh, The lower the common denominator of voters, the more of this you're going to get. I realize that sounds like crazy and elitist and anti-democratic. It's also true. Well, and I, But I've, I've changed my mind. I used to be anti-bipartisan and just uh, that, that's how we, got, we were on the road to ruin as we were. But we weren't even close to on the road to ruin back then as we are in this unipartisan world where uh, you just you're, if, you're, if your side gets 50% plus one, you just do whatever the hell you want. Um, and Biden's going to spend us into the ground. Uh, not good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There are a couple of issues there. The one you brought up, plus there is no constituency for fiscal responsibility I, anymore. Uh, true that. But I read a long piece last night. I'll have to put my hands on it. It was, you know, one of your Wall Street Journal type thingies. Um, but they, they, they were talking to inside sources in the Biden administration. Their, their feeling is... They've got until the next election because, you know, decent chance the Republicans take the House back and maybe even the Senate. Um, they and, and Biden feels like, hey, look, I've got the wind at my back. I'm going to be the most transformational president maybe ever. I can make this happen and I'm making it happen. And they got the two trillion dollar so-called infrastructure package and then another one point six trillion dollars for something or other else that they're going to they're going to jam all this through. And I just saw the headline. You just uh, let me see if I can find it. Change the country forever. We'll be so damn broke. Yeah, we're watching. Believe me, he just put out something like seventy-four, one hundred ninety. I can't remember executive orders having to do with immigration, uh, making Trump look like a punk when it comes to uh, executive orders. But yeah, so we're going to have government that veers back and forth wildly every two to four years in terms of policy. Great idea. This is no way to run a country. Do I understand we have the sound of a guy's leg breaking in a UFC match? Oh, yeah. Would we want to play that? Craig, the healthcare guru, sent us that video, and I started to watch it and realized what was about to happen, and I stopped it. No, no. Do I don't, we want to no. air it and give no. people the... Well, what about this? What if we air it and give people the option? If you're not the sort of person that wants to hear it, don't listen. I'm not going to listen. I'll take my headphones off. Well, if the two... The hosts don't want to hear it. Why would we inflict it on America? I don't know. Are there people that want to hear it? I don't. I don't know. They can find it elsewhere. I won't be party to this. I, 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 I am taking a brave stand. 
Hmm. Text line 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We don't have to do this. we got other things to do. We, we, we have content. I was just asking a question. There was a terrible uh, injury in a UFC fight in which one guy got his leg broken really bad. I understand. I, I didn't really read about it. I haven't watched it. I don't pay attention to this sort of stuff. The fight ended before a single blow was thrown. It, it went to kick the guy. Snap. It's, it's, a, bad, it's a bad one. Um, it's terrible. I'll never see it because I don't get any pleasure or interest in those sorts of things but we have the sound should we play it or not so i'm looking at the, the text line and uh, joe's a no i'm a strong no it's sickening it's I'm, terrible i'm whatever the audience wants i won't listen myself i'll take my headphones off <laughs> uh, i feel like you should wait that more than you are what's that <laughs> the fact that you yourself refuse to listen to it <laughs> yeah thank you can I get an amen? I don't know what the mass is. And listen want. to him pandering to the audience. He'll give them whatever they want. I'll give them what they need. <laughs> uh, no. Long-time listener, first-time texter, no. Don't play it. Uh, don't play it. It's not- <laughs> Man, that, this reminds me of that old radio gag. Did we actually do it, or did we just think about doing it, where you say you have a goldfish in a blender? And we were going to blend a gold. I think we did blend the goldfish, didn't we? No, no you didn't. No. It we was didn't. just sound we effects. Didn't. Yeah, yeah just but sound. we took votes from people, and people were so outraged and going crazy and all. Why would that be bad to blend a goldfish? It's a living creature, Jack. This microphone is on. <laughs> people people did flush goldfish down the toilet every single day. Their lifespan is... Well, it's over. Whoops. I'm sorry. That sentence was too long. The goldfish has died, as I was saying that. The one exception, of course, being Erica, the birthday party goldfish who lived 11 years. To my astonishment. I I remember we took calls on that. Should we blend this goldfish? What was the the point of that, though? Was there a... (laughs) Was there an ultimate point? Nah, there we may have made something up. I don't know. I but there was an April Fool's. Are, are people softer? I, I can't remember what the premise was. Uh, <laughs> you guys will play legs breaking, but no mention of the Arizona ballot audit. Okay, that's a Trump thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that a yes or a no vote <laughs> for the leg? On the other side, only if it's Nancy Pelosi's leg. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, that's oh, terrible. Come on, now that oh, these are not good. These are harsh times. Uh, thanks, Joe. No breaking bones. Appreciate it. I don't You're even welcome. think there's a weight class for her in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's mostly no's. So, so I guess we'll play it. I'm oh, kidding. Um, <laughs> 80-year-old politician UFC. Speaking yes. of Trump, Trump support slips among Republicans in new poll. Uh, 44% of Republicans say they support the former president more than they do the Republican Party. Uh, it was at 50 uh, back in July of 2019. Uh, this is the first time the party over Trump has hit 50%. Since hmm. they started asking, so I'm not surprised. I don't. Yeah. You know, in fact, I, I predicted this, and it's it's easy to see. You know, your enthusiasms for a person or a leader they start to wane 
And you start to remember, you know, it was kind of crazy and a pain. And well, or, let's, or, let's look to the future. Or how much of it is just, you know, not on the scene. He hasn't been uh, out and about and giving speeches and tweeting and rallies. If he came mm-hmm. back, if Twitter let him back on and he did some rallies, he, he might be right back where he was before. I have no idea. Plus, with all due respect for the great things he did, and there were quite a few, dude is old. He's Joe. He's going to be Joe Biden old. Yeah, that, that is true. Um, coming up n- next segment, I want to get to this uh, the Twitter conversation I just accidentally stumbled upon about uh, great inflation at all levels of school. Our, our schools are just plain easier, less demanding, and we give higher grades from kindergarten through the end of grad school, which yep. is not a good way for a nation to be if you want to be uh, you know, the best. I have never heard a single college professor, lecturer, uh, figure of any sort deny that there's rampant grade inflation. It's universally recognized. And it's not just, you know, you get older and kids today, they don't have to work as hard. When I was a kid, you had to let them mow the lawn, take out the trash. Now all they do is play on their Zoom. Or no, they can measure these things. It's undeniable. Also, hey, if we can squeeze this in this uh, next half hour, I'd like to do it. It's an email from a listener who built a successful social media presence. And is making more and more money. And the specific numbers it took and how it worked, I found it very interesting. Mostly no's, but a few troubling yeses, and we will turn your numbers over to the authorities. For ah, to... the trick worked. <laughs> like the whole free Super Bowl ticket scam. Yeah, exactly. And you arrest them all. Put your hands room. behind your back. <laughs> Uh, and do you have any comment on that? Do you have straight A kids and you think, I'm not sure I have a straight A kid. Why are they getting straight A's? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Bober tweeted, Joe Biden's climate plan includes cutting 90% of red meat from our diets by 2030. They want to limit us to about four pounds a year. Why doesn't Joe stay out of my kitchen? And Donald Trump Jr. tweeted, I'm pretty sure I ate four pounds of red meat yesterday. That's going to be a hard no for me. Four pounds. It's going to be a hard something from you. (laughs) Try to get some fiber in there, DJ. Jesus. Wow. Okay. Watching your diet joke is what that one is. There's a uh, another joke we're going to play you a little later if you are gifted by getting the fourth hour of the program. We'll just give you the punchline, taking the sack out of Sacramento. Oh, my. Stay tuned. Um, I first became aware of this several years ago, quite a while now, uh, long before I had kids. Just everybody I knew's kids were straight-A students. And I just <laughs> thought... That's interesting. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't at all come to the conclusion that grades must be inflated. I just thought it was interesting. It's just. I mean, the first person I heard, I, my my daughter or son's a straight A student. Oh, wow, that's cool. I remember school. Or the, I remember who the straight A students were. They certainly weren't me. And well, you, they you were, could name them. They were so few. Oh yeah, there were very few. Uh, and they were they stood out, and they were people that really really applied themselves um, in a way that I was never going to, and never have. <laughs> but, <laughs> and look at you now, an embarrassment. Please, 
Your poor parents. It's them I pity. But it turns out uh, we now have learned that they're giving out A's a lot easier than they used to back in the day, and it doesn't mean the same thing. And it's it's certainly not to the point that it means average, but it's, well, I don't know what it does mean statistically. No, straight A's, you're still, you know, you're in the top quintile, certainly, right. but you're not a one in 500 student. And it should mean something, straight A's should mean something extraordinary. That means you got an A in every class. Right. All the different subjects you got an A in. Right, right. Well, and or as a society, there needs to be a level above that, obviously. I mean, if you have 20%, <clears throat> excuse me, roughly 20% of people doing that, then how do you determine who's actually in that top 1%, 2%? The people smart enough to realize that it's all crap and they're too cool for it. That's who. <laughs> they're too cool for huh? it. <laughs> yeah. Says Radio Jesus over there. (laughs) Get a haircut, you hippie. Anyway, I just came across these, and these don't like build to a point or even fit together. It's just a a, a forget which professor started this conversation yesterday on Twitter, and then a bunch of different people weighed in. The papers written by my kids got A's and B's, yet would have been failing papers when I grew up. We had to do a lot of at-home teaching in my house. The system is scared to have kids fail, so they create avenues for them to pass. No kid left behind failed all students. This is a parent who, who's, who's, I'm guessing, fairly educated, looking at their own kids' papers and saying, these are not A and B papers my kids are writing. Um, I don't know. Uh, as an old person, this person tw- uh, tweeted out, I see content deflation as an issue, too. Colleges are now having to teach what should have been taught in K-12, through so a bachelor's degree is more like an associate's degree. One reason, math especially, is trying to teach before appropriate brain development. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, hadn't heard that one. Did come up once with one of my kids uh, was struggling with math, and somebody in the chain of command at the school said, you know, they're not really designed to learn that kind of math at this point anyway, so it's something they can catch on easily or easy to later. That they're, it's, it's part of that whole weird kindergarten through third, like third, fourth grade seems to be way harder than it was when we were kids. Right. And then from that point on, it gets way easier than when we were kids. Yeah, I just, yeah. I think there's so much sick and or just unwise uh, fashion in education. They just, they start running like lemmings in one particular direction and, and, and saying, hey, take it easy on the little kids. Just get them socialized, get them their ABCs, that sort of thing. They're going to be fine. It's not like they can't catch up by the time they're 18, just uh, the common sense has gone out of it. And then we make it so damned easy uh, to get A's in high school. You get to college, you can't read, you can't write. College completion rates, this is another blue check mark from the world of academia. College completion rates declined from the 1970s through the 1990s. People not finishing. We have documented this trend has reversed since the 1990s, and college completion rates have increased, and we show that grade inflation can explain much of the change in graduation rates. So they started giving out higher grades, and more people started finishing. Here's another blue check mark. Who says, and who's in ac- academics right now? At both undergrad and, gr- undergrad and graduate levels, the ability of students to do reading has declined as well. The amount I had to read as a middling at a middling university in 1980 was beyond the workload of my Ivy students in 1995, and the decline continues. So there's a guy who clearly teaches at an Ivy university saying his students at the Ivy League have to do less reading than he did at just a regular, you know, run-of-the-mill school in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating that it's changed that much. 
Um, and then I'll hit you with one more. Uh, the Death of Expertise is a book this one guy wrote. More people are coming out of college thinking they know more than they do because of things like grade inflation. So you get a degree from a university. You got, like, you know, uh, practically a straight-A student. You'd have the assumption, well, I am, one, very knowledgeable, and, two, going to be very successful. <laughs> and he got in the world with a whole bunch of other people who also got great grades and don't know that much. And it's a... Uh, Harder than you thought. Yeah, I'm trying to find that editorial a professor wrote. We, we went big on it a year or two ago, I think. Well, it was pre-COVID, so it had to be more than a year ago. About uh, all the stats show teachers are teaching less. The students are studying less. This was at the university less. level, right? The That's college correct, yeah. level? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're spending less time studying. They're less, less time reading, much more time, much more relaxation time and the rest of it. And yet the grades are skyrocketing. And it's way more expensive. Got to throw yeah. that in. It's a, different right. issue. it's a different issue. But it's way more expensive to do much less work, learn less. Well, didn't that, didn't that have studies showing that a lot of kids come out of college not knowing much more than when they came in? Oh, yeah, that was the other interesting part of it. They tested them as incoming freshmen and outgoing seniors, and they didn't seem to have learned anything. Yikes! Nothing stuck. That's a trouble for society. Yeah, I'd say it is. I, I read briefly the other day about the do-no-harm philosophy in grading. Where they just they don't want to discourage people. They don't want to brand them as losers or or make them feel bad. And so they'll go ahead and instead of C, they'll change it to a pass fail. And and you know the point that was made by the writer was well you're completely removing the uh, incentive to change the C into a B, to buckle down in the final days, kick ass, you know, mm-hmm. do well on the final or whatever. I, I, um, it's I, just bad for society, yeah, Sean. I see this symptom playing out a lot where there's the equation of outcomes with. With character traits, right? And somebody yeah, saying, "Well said." My my child didn't do well. Why are you saying my child is bad? That's not yeah. what we're saying. And I saw the inverse happen when on the that Zoom call with that teacher when they were pushing back about the schools being open, and she inverted their words into being, "You're saying I'm a bad teacher. Trust me, I'm a good teacher." I know. No, no, no. That's not what we were saying. But they, right. we can't distinguish between outcomes and personal attacks or personal value to it. You know, one of the best things that happened to me in high school was a uh, my English teacher. I've mentioned him before, Mr. Neurouter. God bless him. I hope he's still kicking. Uh, we turned in papers, an English teacher. We turned in papers, and I got, I can't remember what I got, a B or something like that. And I, a friend of mine, he, he had a higher grade than me. And I, I was like, wait a minute. I know for certain I wrote a better paper than that guy. I'm just a better writer. And I go to Mr. Neurouter afterward, and I say, look, this is... It's a pretty strong paper you're giving me a B on. He says, you can do better than that. I said, yeah, but it's a lower grade than he said. You can do better than that. Do better than that. That So I thought, by God, I'll show you by writing. Great next time, I'll show you. Yeah, that would not fly now. Yeah, I know. It's the best thing anybody ever did for me. I mean, in the high school setting. Yeah, we could There's be... There's my girlfriend. She did something really good for me that I really appreciated at the time. <laughs> it was roughly the same time. <laughs> so would you get might on the next... The... Might have been the same day, Michael. I don't remember. Would you get on the next paper, a C-? minus? No, I, I wrote like I wrote better. I worked harder. I, was, I wanted his uh, approval. I wanted him to say, now that's good stuff. So we could end up like... 
so this was happening, as you mentioned, pre-COVID. We could be heading into a really bad period now that you've got this weird idea. I heard a mom on TV or radio the other day talking about, why are we going to blame the children for doing it? No, nobody's blaming the children. Oh, by testing them to yeah. see how far behind they yeah, are? But right. if, if God, he, people if, are stupid. If he's not at reading level, oh, I know what this was around. So there are 18 states in the country that actually have uh, third grade retention rules. They don't really hold kids back anymore like they used to in the old days. Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Uh, back in the old days, you know, you could end up flunking a grade and having to stay around again. I remember kids mm-hmm. doing that. Sure. They've kind of been done away with for the most part, but there are 18 states that at third grade specifically, I guess that's an important age for reading, um, that if you if you can't read at grade level at third grade, we got to hold you back because you're just never going to make it going forward, you know, into fourth grade and on. And that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um but there are 18 states, and a lot of the states are thinking about doing away with that this year. How are you helping the kid? And that's where I heard the quote from the mom. We're going to blame the children? How could you possibly be so stupid as to think that's what's happening here? If a kid is not able to read at third grade, and school is going to be torturous and miserable for them, and they're going to come out of it learning nothing and never and be fall able to further do- and further behind, too. You think you're doing them a favor by not telling them as a third grader that, hey, you can't read enough yet, we're going to do this again? You know what we've left out of this conversation, and I apologize for it, it's a huge oversight. Um, the, the power of the teachers' unions and the education brass knowing they will be held responsible if your kids have low grades and low achievement. So, if I'm going to get my ass kicked for all those uh, too many kids having C's, I'm going to give them B's. There you go. Problem solved, at least from my perspective. And so that's a big part of it, too. Then you got my little Johnny is never wrong, that attitude among parents. How dare you? So, I don't, you know, it's part of a, a society that's grown soft, honestly. I'm not sure there's any avoiding it. You can You can rail about it, and you can fight against it, and I think you should, but it's not healthy. Yeah. I mean, it's like, all right, all, now the Marines, look, if you can do five push-ups, guys, five, just do five, and we'll give you like three minutes to do them. Well, that's, that's good enough, because as a drill sergeant, if my guys fail, I get penalized. So just do a few push-ups, and I tell you what, shoot, take 20 shots with your rifle, you hit the target once, we'll call you a marksman. Can, how, how long would the country last? <laughs> and if I can't hit the target, um, why would you blame Jack? For not being able to hit the target. Exactly. You, you can either hit your it or mom not. writing a letter to your drill sergeant. <laughs> Dear Sarah, you're very mean to Jack. And the, you know oh, how this boy. ends up. It ends up with we got obese uh, Olympians running the 100-yard dash in about 35 seconds. It's a, Then China just walks in because we're not tough enough. Yeah, and a, co- a couple of kids' examples that I've uh, heard of through the years, people I knew that, 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 that their kids were straight A's. I don't know how hard they were working, but they were really smart kids and like capable of a lot. And it just would be, a, you know, a shame if they weren't pushed to be anywhere close to their potential because it was so easy to get an A. Obviously, right. if you're getting an A, you would think, well, I'm doing fine. I don't need to work harder than this. I got an A for crying out loud. Well, right. Yeah. There's, there's no incentive. People, beasts, economies respond to incentives and disincentives. You remove the in- incentives for excellence, you get less excellence. It's yeah. that simple. I did it my whole life. If I could cram in the hallway for 15 minutes before the test and know I could pull off a B, I didn't work any harder than that. If, mm. if that wouldn't have worked, I would have had to work harder. And now look at me. I wish I could find my Shame Bell app. I still have it on my phone. It's here somewhere. My toenails are like an inch long. Shame. I haven't Shame. bathed in days. Shame. Terrible. I can barely feed myself.
You're just cheating yourself. Uh, any more? Any more thoughts on that? Whether you're in schools or not, I just I find it a fascinating topic. I got school age kids, so it matters to me particularly. But it's it's a, it's interesting all the way around for our whole society. Text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Our whole society, which includes three hundred and thirty two million people, by the way. Yeah, we know that now because <laughs> the cen- the census is out. And there's some interesting numbers in that that we need to tell you about. Good news, bad news. Come to your senses next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. moment now the cdc guidelines for outdoor masking are expected to come out any second now and we'll break in with those as soon as it happens <laughs> catch me outside how about that yeah catch that's the, virus. the coronavirus can right you, there can you catch the coronavirus outside catch me outside how about catch that catch me outside how about that with a mask oh, or without you nasty little virus you i'm stealing this joke the cdc is set to announce that if you die 30 days past your death, you are allowed to not stop wearing a mask. <laughs> Beautiful. If you need the CDC's guidance on wearing a mask outside, you're, you're a simpleton. Or you're busy and you haven't been paying attention. Or you're a paranoiac. I saw another one of those articles about how to re-enter society if you're afraid to go outside. I know some people like that. Yeah, I feel bad I, for I ran them. into one the other day. She was in tears having been outside for the first time in like a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Grown woman. Hey, we screwed up. We were supposed to do uh, an ad for our friends at Simply Safe last segment, so we've got to uh, do this real quick, and then you've got to call and or, or click on the website and get a Simply Safe home security system. Great system, award-winning, great. You people. haven't called Simply Safe, so you don't care about your family. Don't care. Oh, you don't care about your kids. That's interesting. Don't that's, care about your kids. That's, that's an interesting tack to take in the commercial. But uh, what really <laughs> sets Simply Safe apart is the people. When an alarm goes off, a person is there to make sure you're okay. They will send fire, police responders, medical, whatever you need. And, and Simply Safe is such a great system. It's How about your pets? Do you care? Oh, you don't care about your pets? Oh, you do care about your pets. Then you're not going to want to go to simplysafe.com. U.S. News called Simply Safe the very best home security of 2021. Oh, you do want the best security <laughs> that's available for your pets and your children. So you're not a bad person. Boy, so you use the stick to hit people, then you jab them in the eye with the carrot. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you understand the carrot and stick thing. Shove the carrot down their throat. I'm talking about a carrot. All right, so here's what you got to do. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You'll customize your system, get a free security camera. You also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Do this so we don't lose our jobs. I hope all 332 million Americans decide to uh, call Simply Safe or go to their website, because that's how many people we have according to the census. It's actually 331,449,281, but I rounded up to 332. Fair enough. But who are the winners and losers, Jack? I don't know how there would be a winner and a loser in a census. Number of people. Less people means you're a loser. No, I want less people. I want want there to be fewer people around me. I'm less people's with the news. If my county and town cut in half next year, I would click my heels with joy. No, 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 but you have less power. It's about power. I don't want power. I want space. Oh, so you ought to move to, uh, I don't know, Montana, perhaps, although they're gaining population in a hurry. But, Wyoming's uh, the smallest state in America with about a half a million people. California, the biggest, with about 40 million people now. But not enough, because yeah. California, for the first time in its history, lost a congressional seat. 
Yep, had decent population growth, but a lot slower than most of the country. Pennsylvania lost a seat for the 10th consecutive census. That's unbelievable. From its heyday in the World War II period, when it built the armaments that yeah. took down the Nazis. And the Japanese, never forget. That's something. Yeah. Texas picked up two, which is something. That is. I, I love this. Now, this is going back to history a little bit, but um, uh, in the 1940 census, New York had 45 seats in the House. That's the same as California, Texas, and Florida combined. In the next Congress, New York's York's delegation will have 11 fewer members than Texas alone. And New York has now dropped to fourth as the biggest state. So it's California, Texas. Now Florida is the third biggest state, followed by New York. Hmm. In case you wonder about those sorts of things. I, I do. I've always wanted to have those memorized for some reason. Yeah, me too. I don't know why. Uh, if you were not familiar with this, Positive Sean asked earlier in the show, and it's a good question, the House of Representatives is capped at 435 uh, half-wits. Um, and, so, <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, as you jostle for positions, some gain congresspeople, some lose them, but it always adds up to 435, so it is kind of a zero-sum game. And some of my favorite Pundits believe we should expand the House because each House member now with the new census represents about three-quarters of a million people. That's way too many. Per House member. Yeah, they're completely inaccessible. How can they represent three-quarters of a million people that probably cover many towns? Oh, yeah, you can't. Completely different lifestyles in that that giant chunk of people. Yeah. Uh, This is interesting. If New York had just 89 people, they would have kept that congressman. Just 89 people. COVID killed 2,000. Woof. Anyway, the population of the country is about 330,000 people, roughly. 330 million? Million, yeah. 330,000 would be my dream, but it's 330 million. Armstrong and Getty.